0: Captain's log, day 38 in schools were shut down due to COVID-19 outbreak. Things are going great in our ship. Me and my co-captain are holding up quite well. Our crew members are fine. I feel like I cracked the code and I'm sharing it here for posterity. Whenever one of my kids have a meltdown, and they do have meltdowns, I find a quiet room. I sit on my meditation pillow and I just start humming, um, um, and poof! Just like that, all my problems are gone. It's magic. Okay, clearly that's not the case. However, meditation can help your lives as ship's captain during these stormy times. And after the intro, I'm going to share with you five really simple techniques to bringing more mindfulness into your parenting, starting today. Welcome to the Apparently Parent podcast. My name is Iran Katz, and I'm a clinical psychologist, a parenting counselor, and also a father. In this show, we combine the art of parenting with the science of psychology. So, if you want to understand your children and yourself better, lead your family into calmer waters, and reach the end of the day with a smile on your face, you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Aran Katz. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode number 12 of the Apparently Parent podcast. My name is Aran Katz, and I'm really, really happy that you have joined me today for this episode. I know that your schedules are busy between kids and trying to work from home and whatever you have to do right now. So I really appreciate that you take the time for listening to me. And I think you're taking this time for yourself as well. This is the whole point here. And today I want to talk with you about mindfulness in parenting and I have covered this before in episode number three, and I'll put the link in the show notes for that episode. You can also go to apparentlyparent.com forward slash three and learn more about what is mindfulness, what does it have to do with parenting. I go into the details over there. However, in this episode, I want to share with you Five simple ways that you can incorporate more mindfulness into your daily lives, even now if you're in quarantine or lockdown or whatever is going on with your lives at the moment. And I, I I, do believe that if you pick only one of these five options and you start to implement it daily for five to ten minutes a day, with time, give it a week or two, you're going to notice the difference. But first of all, before we go into the five techniques let's talk a little bit about what is mindfulness i'm going to do it briefly because i go into more details in that episode episode number three but let's just say that mindfulness is a mental practice and it's kind of like going to the gym for your mind okay so instead of you know training your abs you you train your mind in order to make it more flexible to make it stronger, to make yourself better able to focus, to notice what is going on with you, etc. And the whole point is that you train yourself to become more present and more mindful, okay? Mindful as opposed to mindless. In our everyday life, we tend to do things automatically, which is actually kind of good because a lot of the things we have to do, a lot of the the tasks that are our minds have to do, our brains have to do, it's, it's okay that we do them automatically. If you have to think about every motion that you make, if you have to think about breathing, if you have to think about all the data that is collected by your senses, etc., you're never going to get out of it. So our brains, they incorporate a lot of tasks and a lot of things into some kind of um, autopilot. However, there are things that we tend to put into autopilot and act automatically that we kind of, well, be better off if we wouldn't do that and those things are usually things about our own thoughts and feelings and about the thoughts and feelings of other people that we like that we love that we care for that we care about and this is especially true for uh, parents and their children so the whole point of being more mindful as a parent is to be more present more intentional with what we do and what we notice and what we choose to do and what we choose not to do okay for example the battles we choose to go into with our children, and as opposed to the battles that we relinquish, etc. Now, in in that episode, in episode number three, I did talk about uh, the concept of the puppy mind, which is a nice metaphor for our minds in everyday. So you can think about your mind as a little cute puppy that is really, really cu- curious about the world and is constantly looking for something to do and play with. And this puppy is jumping from one place to the other, and always looking for stuff to do, etc. And it's actually true that our minds are always looking for something. They're always looking for patterns. They're always looking for danger. And in the mindful practice, what we try to do is to do the opposite. We ask this little puppy to stay, stay put, sit, sit for just a couple of seconds, just a couple of minutes and what usually happens is that we focus on something and then our mind wanders okay so in this metaphor the puppy goes somewhere else and we tell him oh whoa, whoa 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 puppy come back come back okay sit down sit down it sits down for a couple of seconds and then it goes away again and we call it back etc so this is a whole kind of dance between being focused and being Unfocused, for for that matter, between the puppy sitting, relaxed and and intentional, and the puppy running all over the place, and this whole play of refocusing our minds, this is what makes the mind more powerful, more uh, present, and more able to focus with time. And I just have to say that committing to this practice of mindfulness is is really not about being uh, more religious about the way you look at the world etc as you probably may know mindful meditations usually come from the buddhist traditions and religion uh, or other uh, similar types of traditions but you you really don't have to shave your head and wear those orange cool capes and join a monastery you don't have to change your religion or if you're an atheist you don't have to adopt anything it's all about training our minds and, and working working out, giving the mind a workout. And so what I want you to remember is the definition of mindfulness. And again, if you are a scholar from um, a Buddhist tradition or something like that, you may argue with this definition, but I'm using the kind of psychological definition or the definition that was adopted by the psychological world, which is paying attention to whatever is coming up in, in a particular way, which is on purpose, in the present moment, and non-judgmentally. So if I repeat that, we're talking about paying attention, okay? putting the focus, putting our minds into whatever is coming up inside of us or outside of us, through our senses or through our inner senses. And we do so in the present moment, as opposed to thinking about the past or the future. We do this on purpose, and we do this non-judgmentally. And being non-judgmental is really, really crucial in this uh, thing that we call mindfulness and, well, in life and in parenting in particular. So remember that part of being non-judgmental, especially about yourself. And although mindfulness is not a magic pill, it will not make you, you know, Superman or something. It will not make you 100% mental, healthy, etc. It does have many benefits for your mind and your body. And research have shown that a regular practice of mindfulness can affect your body through heart rate variability levels or blood pressure, etc. Even little changes in your cellular markup and also in the mental space, being more relaxed, being more able to focus your attention, to banish negative thoughts, etc. So if you want to learn more about mindfulness and how it relates to parenting per se, go to apparentlyparent.com forward slash three or visit the show notes of this episode. And I will link to that episode over there. Okay, so now let's move on to talking about the five different types of meditations or mindful practices. These are not whole meditations all the time. And I'm going to offer you five techniques and I just want you to listen to them and you can try them with me as I'm explaining them right now and just choose whatever feels best for you. There is no right or wrong way to do this as long as you do this purposefully and intentionally. Okay, so choose what seems good for you and what feels right for you and it's okay to try something and then move to something else. Okay, it's really personal. But I want to start with the simplest way of meditation which is a simple breathing meditation and you can do this everywhere and anytime all you need is something that follows you around all your life to focus on and that thing that object we are going to focus on is your breath so what I want you to do is to find a quiet time even for five to ten minutes is enough and yeah I, I bet it you can do that I know you have children and they always bugging you and they want things from you i know i have them as well but i bet it you can find five to ten minutes a day i tend to do it uh, sometimes before i go to sleep when my children are already in bed and sleeping and sometimes i manage to do it before they wake up so find those times that you can do it and all you need to do is to sit comfortably you can lie down but then you risk falling asleep okay so Sit comfortably and either close your eyes or focus your gaze on some vague point in front of you. And all you need to do now is notice your breath. Just notice how your breath feels as it flows in and out of your body. How does it feel in your nostrils? Notice the change of temperature when you take air in and you blow air out through your nose. Notice the feeling of air moving maybe on your upper lip. Or you can notice your abdomen, okay, how your belly goes out and in with each breath, with each inhale and exhale, okay? And as you do that, as you focus really curiously on your breath, you will probably notice that your thoughts are going somewhere. Notice how they, your mind wanders and maybe there's a memory that is coming up or a thought about something that you have to do and what you're going to eat for lunch, etc. And whenever you notice that your mind wandered somewhere, just notice it and be easy on yourself. Don't judge yourself for for letting your mind wander. You remember the puppy mind, it wanders. And just bring your focus back to the breath. And do that as much as is needed. Every time your mind wanders, You can say something like, oh, my mind wandered, here's a thought, here's a memory, here's a physical sensation like a pain in my back or something like that. And then focus back on the breath. Don't try to change how you breathe, don't try to change anything. Just focus on whatever is coming up and then bring yourself back to the breath. And if you want, you can go to apparentlyparent.com forward slash 12. These are the show notes of this episode. And I'm going to post there a button that you can click on and and you can download a guided mindfulness meditation of this sort that I have recorded for you. It's, I think it's six to seven minutes long and you can download it or listen to it whenever you want and it will guide you through this practice. Okay, so again, it's on apparentlyparent.com forward slash 12. Okay, now we're moving on to the second type of uh, mindful uh, meditation, which is similar to the first one, but it involves some more uh, visualization. And this is one of my favorites, both as a practitioner myself. When I uh, meditate, sometimes I use this um, imagery and I use it a lot with my clients, especially with children. So this is something that you can teach your children to do, or you can do it with them. Okay, So what I want you to do is, again, find the time. And and this is something that you can do with your children, so it's kind of nice. And again, sit comfortably, lie down, whatever is good for you. If you're comfortable with closing your eyes, do that. Some people are not comfortable with that, so you can just put your gaze forward, maybe a little bit downward, and just don't focus on anything in particular. And I want you to imagine something that is constantly moving, Okay, there are many options. You can imagine uh, a river of flowing water and it has a tree and leaves fall from the tree and, and rest on the water and then the water takes them away. And again, another leaf is falling down and, and the water takes it away, etc. This is how I like to do it. You can imagine clouds moving in the sky. You can imagine cars on, on a road. Once I had a client, a child, he was about 10 years old and he liked to imagine trains, trains moving uh, from, from left to right in his imagination. So whatever you like, whatever works for you, it just have to be any, th- something that moves from one point to the other and then vanishes from view. So for the sake of this example, I'm going to use the river because that's my favorite. And again, you focus on your breath. And you don't try to change anything, or to think about anything, or you don't have to try not to think about anything. You just imagine the water flowing, and leaves falling from the tree, resting on the water and vanishes away from view as the water goes away from you. And like before, you will notice your mind wandering somewhere. Okay, And what I want you to do when that happens, again, non-judgmentally, take that thought it can be a sentence, it can be a picture, it can be a little movie running in your mind, whatever it is. Imagine that you can place it on, on one of the leaves and then it goes away with the water. Okay, And and then another thought will pop up. So again, put that on the leaf or on the cloud or whatever you want and okay, watch it disappearing from view. And do this again and again, focusing on your breath. And whenever your mind wanders, put the thought that came up or whatever it was, put it on a leaf and watch it go away. And do this until the timer goes off. And by the way, if you go to YouTube and you search for leaves on a stream meditation or um, moving clouds meditation, you most probably will find many recorded guided meditations of that so that can guide you through it if that's what you want. Okay, so now I want you to move to the third option. And this is going to be kind of weird, but fun. So both of the uh, options, both of the meditations that I told you about before, the breathing meditation and the imagery meditation, are what we tend to call a formal kind of practice. You sit down and you engage your mind in some activity. But there are also informal meditations, uh, informal practices you can bring in more mindfulness to whatever you do in your daily lives, such as doing the dishes, for example. Okay, So the whole point of being more mindful is being able to stop the automatic ways our brains work and be more intentional about what we do, noticing the whole experience of what we do in our daily lives. So now we're going to do it with food. You may have heard about mindful eating, And this is what we're going to talk about now. So being more mindful with your food means eating slower, giving you full attention to whatever is going on while you eat. The smells, the tastes, textures, etc. It also means being engaged only with eating at that moment. So no scrolling idly through Facebook or reading a book. yeah. Now, there's a whole thing about mindful eating which goes way beyond the scope of this podcast. And it's about listening to your body and learning to notice when you're really hungry and when you're just thinking about food, but you're actually feeling something else, okay? And learning how to eat slowly and notice when you're really full. And there are kind of diets of mindful eating that claim to be able to help you lose weight, etc. And I'm not going to go into that. Okay, For the scope of this podcast and what interests me in this conversation, the practice of mindful eating is all about practicing our focus. Okay, It's about exercising the, the, the focusing muscle, if you will. And we do so by focusing on, on our food. So if you want to learn more about mindful eating for the sake of changing eating behaviors, weight control, etc., I'm going to put a link to such a resource on the show notes at uh, com forward slash but now let's talk about how to use food and mindful eating to practice our minds our puppy minds etc now you can do this right now with me if you want to okay unless you're driving just go and grab something to eat preferably a piece of vegetable or fruit the classic practice uh, that you will probably find on the internet will use a raisin i don't know why I like raisins, but a lot of people don't, so you can grab whatever you like. And why a fruit or a vegetable in the place? I don't know, maybe because it's healthier than grabbing a piece of chocolate. I will not hold it against you if you do that as well. Okay, so if you need to pause for a second and grab something, do that and come back and, and let's do this together. Okay, so you have your snack. And as you prepare to eat that, what I want you to do is to wait and we're going to do everything slowly. Notice everything that's going on in your body, in your mind. And take that piece of, of fruit, okay? Let's say that it's a fruit. Take that piece of fruit and hold it in your fingers next to your uh, in front of your eyes and take the time to really look at it like you have never done before, okay? Imagine yourself as an alien seeing this piece of food for the very first time. Look at it closely. Be curious, and, and notice Notice the changing colors as you move it around. Notice the changing textures that it may have. Notice its shape, notice how light falls on it and maybe there are little shadows, etc. And wiggle it between your fingers. Now, notice the sense. How does it feel to touch it? Is it soft? Is it hard? Are there different parts of softness or hardness to it? Is it wet or dry? Does it leave some kind of residue on your fingers? And now put it under your nose and really smell it. Notice the whole scope of different odors that is coming up through your nose. Notice what is happening in your mouth as you do that, or in your stomach. And put it against your lips. Notice that maybe you have the drive to chew on it and swallow it right now. But wait, don't do that. Just notice that feeling. Notice all the sensations in your mouth as you put it inside and move it around. And very, very slowly, with your full attention, just chew on it for a little bit. And notice what happens then in your mouth as you do so. Maybe there's a wave of salivation, maybe there are different tastes that are coming up for you and then are going away. Notice the change of textures. And maybe you can notice that you want to swallow it, just wait a little bit before you do, just notice that intention. And as you are ready to swallow that piece of whatever you took, try and sense the intention of swallowing. And notice how it feels to swallow it. See if you can feel it going down your throat. What sensations are left in your mouth after you swallow? And that's it. So, did you try it? If so, what was it like? Did you notice anything in particular? Was it hard to be so focused solely on the food or not? Was it hard not to just chew on it and eating it quickly and automatically like you used to do? I would love to hear from you, so you can come over to apparentlyparent.com forward slash 12 and let me know what was it like for you to do that practice. And remember, the whole point of that exercise is to engage and practice this muscle of being present. Okay, muscle, quote unquote. And it's about being focused on what's going on right now and only on that. That's the point of the mindful practice, for that matter. It's not really about the food or about handling your food issues. So you can use this practice as part of your ongoing mindfulness venture. And you can also practice many other ways of informal mindfulness, such as mindfully brushing your teeth. Try that next time you brush your teeth. When you take a shower, for example, noticing the different temperatures in the water, how does your body feel before, during, being soaked, etc. This This can be a really interesting thing to try and notice in ways that you haven't done before. So, if you have other ideas of how you can practice mindfulness in, in such an informal way, in such a daily way, I would love to hear from you and let everybody know. So, you can again go to apparentlyparent.com forward slash 12 and let me know in the comments, or go to my Instagram at apparentlyparent and let me know in the in DM inbox and we'll share it with everybody. Okay, in the fourth. Type of meditation that we're going to talk about is walking meditation. And we started with a practice where you just sit down and focus on your breath or imagine leaves on the stream. Then we moved to a practice engaging food. And now we're going to take it up a notch and practice engaging the whole body. And again, it's a walking meditation. And you can also use yoga. And I, I'm not going into the vast, enormous world that is yoga. I am no yoga instructor. I practice yoga sporadically and, and there's a lot to yoga than just being mindful or moving your body. This is not my place to talk about it. Anyway, I think yoga is a great way to practice both your body and your mind. So if you already practice that, good for you. Okay, Are you sure? I, I'm sure that you can understand how it enhances your ability to be more mindful. So besides that, we can try and practice the art of the walking meditation. Try it right now with me as you listen to me. Okay, again, unless you're driving, why not try to walk mindfully for a little bit? Okay, so find a place where you can walk in a straight line for 10 steps or more. And of course, you should do this in a quiet place where you won't be disturbed by, you know, a kid jumping on your back. So if this is not the right time for that, you can listen to it whenever you like and practice with, with this recording. All you got to do is just walk, slowly and deliberately and mindfully. I want you to take every step as slowly as possible and notice the whole process of taking a step. It sounds silly, right? But again, walking is something we do automatically. We don't notice anything about it, unless we step on a piece of Lego. Notice the intention of lifting your foot and lift it slowly. Notice the sensations of the shifting balance. And move your legs slowly forward. And notice the sensations of your body as it moves. And notice the intention of wanting to put the foot down to the earth. And as you shift your weight to that foot that is is in front of you, again, notice everything that is going on in your body. And if your mind wanders to some thought, just notice that and bring your attention back into walking. And notice what it feels like to, again, be with both feet on on the ground, okay? And then notice the intention to take another step. And do it slowly and notice what does it feel like. You can notice the differences between taking a step on your right foot or on your left foot. And again, do this for 10 steps and then go back 10 steps, or maybe put a timer for five minutes and just try that. And after we finished walking, we're going to move now to the fifth and final practice of mindfulness that we're going to talk about today. And... This is more about mindful parenting, and it's a practice called appreciating your child. And it's from a wonderful book that I recommend wholeheartedly. It's called The Joy of Parenting. I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes at apparentlyparent.com forward slash 12, if you want to learn more about it. And again, we, we are now circling back to being uh, to a meditative place where we just have to sit down and engage in our minds, okay? And of course, you can try to do this with me right now. Or, save this recording for later use and you can listen to it as many, many times that you want. So again, I want you to find a peaceful place where you can sit down with yourself for a couple of minutes and start with paying attention to your breath. Just let your breath come in and out. naturally, you don’t have to change anything. And after you take a couple of nice breaths, imagine something pleasant that have recently happened a pleasant moment that you have shared with your child recently. And try your best, use your imagination to really put yourself back in that situation. And and use your senses for that. Try to see in your mind's eye what you saw. Try to hear what you heard in that situation. Even imagine the smells that were present. And how does your body feel in that situation? what thoughts and feelings are coming up for you. And as you remember and reimagine this pleasant thing that happened between you and your child, I want you to notice the face of your child and really look at your child's face. And notice what, what you see there. And whatever thoughts or feelings that you have about this moment with your child, just let them linger as long as they wish. Thoughts and feelings, they come and they go. And see if you can notice these thoughts and feelings to, to their fullest extent, okay? You may notice bodily sensations that are coming up. Or maybe your thoughts are kind of pictures in your minds. okay? or words that are popping in your minds. Whatever the case, just notice them and let the thoughts and feelings linger as much as they need to, as much as they want to. And they don't have to be good thoughts, by the way. It can be negative thoughts or feelings. And I want you to notice what you want to do with the thoughts and the feelings. Do you want to make them stop? Or maybe push them away? Maybe you want to argue with them? Maybe you want to keep them close to you. What do you feel about those thoughts? What do you feel about those feelings? Just notice that. Notice that intention. And try to think about your relationship with your child. Let whatever feelings that you have about that show up in front of you. Something that shows up for many parents are kind of evaluations of that child. Or their relationship with that child. Or even evaluations or judgments about themselves as parents. So whatever the thoughts or feelings are, whether they are positive or negative evaluations, just let them come into your mind. Just acknowledge them. Don't try to argue. Don't try to hold to something. Notice how many evaluations there are and how you feel about all of these feelings and thoughts. And see if you can simply sit with those emotions and thoughts as they sleep into your awareness without doing anything but allowing them to be in your present. And if you notice the urge to hurry them along or make them stop, just acknowledge that as well and let it just be within your space of consciousness, of awareness. And if you struggle to change or stop your thoughts or or feelings about your child or about yourself as a parent, just notice how you're slipping out of your mindful awareness and let those thoughts and feelings again come into awareness and let them come and go as they wish. And keep on doing that until the timer goes off or until you're tired from it. And that's it. What was that like for you? This is kind of different from the other meditations that I offered at the beginning. Okay, so those were five simple, engaging ways to practice meditation and practice mindfulness in your daily lives that you can choose from and start using as of today. And I really, really encourage you to choose only one of them or maybe try each one in a different day and see what works for you because it's really, really subjective. I... personally don't really like and enjoy walking meditations i prefer like the guided imagery that i offered for you and so this is what works for me okay so whatever is working for you this is the way you should go so just try and play with it and there are many other options those are just the five that i chose for you at this moment and but i I really encourage you to, to, to choose something and commit. To trying it for five to ten minutes a day, and again, I know you're busy as parents, especially these times. Find those couple of minutes before you go to bed and do that. It tends to be really relaxing, so it's great to fall asleep after that, and and just notice what what's it like. and 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 after, I I, I honestly believe that after a couple of weeks, you will feel better. You you will feel your mind. Kind of changing because you will be more able to focus on whatever is going on and in your own mind in your thoughts and feelings, and you will be more able to let them be and also the thoughts and feelings of your children, and you will be in a better position to to teach your children about emotions and handle their emotions and help them handle their emotions, which is a huge part of our job as parents and if you want to learn more about the benefits of mindful parenting and why is it so important you can go to the show notes of this episode apparentlyparent.com forward slash 12 and i will put there a link to my previous episode about mindful parenting and i will also put there a couple of links for you that you can download you can download um, a pdf file with guided meditations that i wrote for you and also the recorded breathing meditations that I recorded that you can download. Just go to apparentlyparent.com forward slash 12 and you'll find it over there. So those were five ways to practice mindfulness and bring more attention into your mind. I really hope you're going to use it. I, I really believe that mindful parenting is a crucial part of parenting and, and and it's crucial for the benefit of your relationship and your ability to be the captain of your family's ship being more mindful is part of the parenting map that I talk about. And if you don't know what I mean, go to the first episode of this podcast at the parentlyparent.com for one, where I talk about the parenting map. But basically, I like to look at parenting as being the captain of a ship and that ship holds a precious card girl which is your family and it's your job as the captain of the ship to navigate the waters of life the waters of parenting and sometimes in waters there are storms okay for example we are right now living through a major storm globally okay so it's up to us to be able to navigate through that storm and every captain needs a map and the parenting map which I talk about, is an acronym of mindfulness, attachment, and purpose. So you can see that mindfulness is a really huge part of that. And it ties as well to being a better attachment figure and being a more purposeful parent. So if I quickly recap the five options that I offered you, we have the breathing meditations and the leaves on a stream meditation, which are similar but kind of different. We have we have the eating meditation as An example of some kind of informal meditation where you can use it in different other things that you do in your life, such as brushing your teeth. And we have the walking meditation. And we have the final meditation that I offered for you, which is called appreciating your child, which is a different kind of way to practice mindfulness and also engaging yourself as a parent and and thinking about your parenting and that's it again you can go to apparentlyparent.com forward slash 12 you'll have a summary of everything and you can download the mindfulness exercises guide or the recorded mindful meditation that i have prepared for you and i want to thank you so much for taking the time listening to this show and this episode and if you practiced The the meditations that I offered you, I really appreciate that you have done that and that you took the time for yourself as well. And if you found it useful, I would love if you can share it with your friends and your family or whatever you like, even total strangers, share it on your social media or whatever you want to do. And I will also love to hear from you. You can go to apparentlyparent.com and write to me over there or via my Instagram at apparentlyparent. And and I just want to ask you one more thing. If you can take a couple of minutes and go to Apple Podcasts and leave an honest review on this podcast, just search for Apparently Parent and you'll find it. You can leave a good review, a bad review. You can star. You can just click on how many stars that you want without writing anything. Whatever you feel like and whatever you honestly feel, it will also help me know better what you need and it will help me get in front of more people so they can use um, this podcast for their own parenting struggles etc so i will really appreciate if you could do that and that's it if you want to reach me i'm at apparentlyparent.com, and i will see you again with a fresh new episode next week